Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, seeding has started in isolated areas of southern Saskatchewan. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Sunny skies, wind south 20, gusting to 40. The high today, 18, the low 6. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, wind south 30, becoming northwest 30, gusting to 50, the high Tuesday 21, the low plus 4. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high 16, the low minus 1. Thursday, sunny and windy with a high of 11, the low minus 2. Friday, periods of rain with a high of 9, the low minus 3. Saturday, cloudy with a high of 8, the low minus 3. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high near 8 degrees. The normal high is 14 for this date, and the normal low, zero. The sun rose at 5.51 this morning. It sets at 8.03 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Kindersley. Again today at 20, the cold spot up in the north, Collins Bay at 11 degrees. Estevan is 14, Saskatoon 18, Swift Current 17, Weyburn 15, Yorkton is 14. In Regina, with partly cloudy skies, it's 16, that's 61 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south, southwest at 15, gusting to 28. Humidity 20%, the barometer dropping 102.5. Partly cloudy, Moose Jaw 17 degrees. Winds are from the south, southwest 21, gusting to 32. Once again, Regina, partly cloudy and 16, that's 61 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best online at mcdougallauction.com. Spring seeding has started in isolated areas of southern Saskatchewan. Provincial crop specialist Shannon Friesen says most of the seeding is in the southwest portion of the Saskatchewan grain belt. Well, seeding has begun in the province. Not a lot at the moment, but there are producers in that west central area as well as the south. I know there's some producers around Moosha and South who have either started already or they're hoping to in the next couple of days. But for the majority of the province, seeding is likely not going to start for at least another couple of weeks. And what are the main crops you expect to see planted? With some of our market challenges this year, uh, we may have some different crops around that we don't normally see. For the most part, we do expect some of those crops to maybe have reduced acres, such as soybeans and perhaps canola. But for the most part, it will be business as usual with our peas and lentils, even some chickpeas going in. Right at the moment, of course, a lot of those cereal crops are going in, uh, such as durum and spring wheat. You said seeding has started. Is it just isolated? And what would be the main area? Where are they seeding? It's very isolated at the moment. Many of our crop reporters, for example, have told us that there's still a lot of frost in the ground in some areas. So a lot of producers are waiting for it to actually warm up. But for the most part, where seeding has begun, we've heard around that Kindersley Rosetown area, uh, even around Shaunavon, Leader, and even close to Assiniboia as well. Any significant changes in seeding plans that you expect or have heard? 
You know, I think a lot of producers are considering all options. Of course, with our market challenges, things are a bit different for us this year. But for the most part, I think it is business as usual. We may see some reduced canola acres, but for the most part, I think all depending on moisture and when they're able to actually get into the field, things will likely be what they had planned. Shannon Friesen is the crop specialist for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. The new owners of the Port of Churchill have set modest goals for crop movement this year, but the current focus is on infrastructure improvement. Jamie Wilson is the Vice President of Corporate Development with the Arctic Gateway Group. He says there are building, renovations and equipment repair needed at the port. Everything from the buildings to the line to the vehicles was kind of run into the ground, I I guess you could say. Uh, If you've ever been in the terminal, there's broken windows, there's birds flying around everywhere. The shed has holes in it, so they're fixing the belts, move the grain, they're uh, closing up all the windows, there's some big sinkholes in the wharf itself, those are being fixed. Any of the holes in in the roof of the sheds are being fixed. And then the the buildings themselves where people work out of are being Uh, renovated as well this summer to get them kind of up to standard. And as for the track and rail line? We will be replacing 55,000 lineal feet of track. Um, We're replacing it with the heavier duty 115 pound rail. We're bringing in just under 100,000 ties, uh, which we'll be replacing. A lot of that's going to go into the Paw Flinflon and the spur that goes into Thompson. Uh, It sounds like a huge amount of railroad ties, but it's actually just a start to kind of rebuild the line. Wilson outlines performance goals for the rail line. Ideally, we'd like to get to a place where we have consistent, reliable trains running 25 miles per hour consistently from right right from where HBR starts in the Paw right to Churchill. There's still slowers in a few parts. We want to get those fixed. The Paradox guys will be up there again this summer. The maintenance away folks will be starting work in uh, early May, I believe, weather, depending on the weather. They've still got a few areas where they want to put more of that uh, geocell stuff under the track. A beaver control program is being implemented, as well as culvert repair and replacement and cutting vegetation along the track. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market and the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. As many as 25 to 30 percent of farms have a drone, while some are used for fun, some are used for business. Drones can capture detailed overhead images and, when carrying special equipment, are used to provide data for variable rate product application. Marcus Weber is the president of Landview Drones, based in Edmonton. Most people, with a newer sprayer anyway, would have a variable rate controller in the cab. The drone system produces different types of files, but primarily shape files, to which you can then assign a different value to each zone. Um, it's not an automatic process. You still need to have real knowledge of crops and be either an agronomist or a farmer to understand how to adjust those rates. But the drones can create those zones based on the imagery that they're collecting. Drones are also a handy tool in the cattle business. I find a lot of livestock producers, especially cow-calf, are using them for checking cows. It can be as detailed as actually flying closer to an animal. Once you've got them used to drones, you can get quite close to them and checking an individual animal to see what stage of calving they're at, for example. Or it can be 
quite simple, going up to a higher altitude to figure out what part of the pasture the cows are in before you ride out to them so that you're not going to look for them first on the ground, but rather finding them from the air, and it makes the process so much simpler and, and more efficient on the ground. Feedlot operators, on the other hand, use them for things like doing counts of individual pens. Um, is as simple as taking a picture from a drone, and then there's software that automates the process of counting the cattle. New Transport Canada regulations for drones go into effect on June 1st. Other than a little extra paperwork, Weber says they're not a big deal for users in wide open spaces far away from airports. The rules are meant to crack down on people that are flying illegally close to airports, and they have stepped up the amount of restrictions close to airports. But for rural use, the new rules really are quite accommodating in many ways, and there are some things we'll be allowed to do after June 1st that we currently wouldn't be able to. So in many ways, it is nice to have the clarity of these regulations. They don't come into effect, though, until June 1st, but after that, even people holding a basic certificate would be able to fly at night if they have the right equipment, the right positional lights on the drone. People as young as 14 years old would be able to fly, um, including commercially, because these new rules do away with the distinction between recreational and commercial operator. It's no longer the purpose for the flight that's important. It's the airspace that you're flying in. Uh, I see that both as being a great safety measure and, and enabling as well. Weber says the license is not difficult to obtain. No, it's not difficult at all. Uh, it's an online test with Transport Canada. It costs $10 to take the test. You also need to register the drone. So this is for all drones between 250 grams, which are basically toys, and 25 kilograms. So most of those distinctions and weight have gone away. And you just take that test online, and if you get a 65% mark on the basic test or an 80% mark on the advanced test, then you're certified to fly as of June 1st. But you do also need to register each individual drone that you'll be operating. Agricultural drones come in a variety of sizes and costs. Our entry-level packages go for 26.85, and that's by far our most popular uh, package this year. It's a crop scouting package. And then at the top of our range would be drone packages in the twenty-five dollars to $30,000 range. But those often would be purchased by rural municipalities, um, by fire chiefs for thermal cameras, that type of thing. Marcus Weber is with Landview Drones based in Edmonton. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornsson of Hall as Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And Etter Seed and Processing, just east of Regina off Highway 33, call 522-1668. Grain prices were moving down in early trading this morning. Viterra prices for canola fell 390 at 389.42. Oats dropped 98 cents at $197.72 per metric ton. Number one red spring wheat went down $2.74 at $199.26. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $215.84. Feed barley, $172.63. Flax, $512.21. Yellow peas, $210.54. Feed wheat, $196.98. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, May wheat is down six and a half cents at five sixteen and three quarters cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Donnie Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards. Tuesday cows sell a little bit heavier. 
vaccine, 600 cattle, and the offering as people get cleaned out, ready to go seeding. Uh, cow market steady, average is 85. The good smooth cows trade from 92 to a dollar two. Bull market tops at a dollar 17. They average a dollar 350 on all the bulls in the run, and a lot of bulls coming in failing their semen tests. Into Thursday's calf sale, there was 2,250 cattle. Higher market, strong demand. 950 weight steers at a dollar 71. Here's a straight load of 816-pound Red Cross steers from the Grop Leader, Saskatchewan. 193.75. That's dollars higher than where we've been. The 780 weight Black steers, 197.75. The 740 weight Red steers, 204 and a quarters. Right tight to seven. The Blacks at 212. 600 pound steers, the blacks 236.75 and the reds 235 and a quarter. Right at 500 pounds, good steers at 263. Into the breeding type heifers, the 8850 weight heifers, good demand 1300 to $1,520 is where they're shaken out at. Cavillans from a course, Saskatchewan had a liner load of their home raised red heifers in the sale. When the smoke clears, they average $1,440 per head on those good breeding kind. Eight and a quarter weight sorted black heifers at 162. 700 pound, the black heifers, 183.75, the reds at 183. And here's the set of 700 pound breeding Hereford type heifers, Hereford heifers from Tooley's at Rock Glen. They bring the good money at 184. Right at 600 pounds, these good green heifers, so some black hided green lean growing machines straight up to 207 into the 650 weight heifers at 186.75, 570 weight heifers, 211 and a quarter, and 550 some black baldies from the Waldorfs at Moose Jaw, 214. That's the way it is in cattle country. Heartlands for current. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,700 hogs Thursday, selling in a range of 188 to 190 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,200 head selling in a range of 191 to 198 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Thursday, April 18th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 189.41, Ham's Cash, 186.08, Thunder Creek Burko, 184.89, and High Life, 186.52 dollars per CKG. Ham's Cash hog price today is up and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was down 28 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3382. Canadian dollar is currently trading at 74.91 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are higher to start the week, with all reporting regions coming in higher compared to last Thursday. The seasonal summer rally has yet to fully develop, and using historical analysis, one would expect prices to strengthen by approximately another 30% by midsummer. However, this is anything but a normal marketing year, and there are thoughts that cash strength could see even more support than current modeling suggests. Lean hog features, meanwhile, have started the week off on a lower note. All offered futures contracts are among contract highs, however, due to ASF-related concerns. And like cash, many are of the view that futures can, values can likewise see improvements. And the outlook today, sunny, wind south 20, gusting to 40, the high 18, the low 6. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, wind south 30, becoming northwest 30, gusting to 50 kilometers an hour. The high Tuesday, 21 degrees, the low plus 4. On the roundup, Estevan 14, Saskatoon 18, Swift Current 17, Weyburn 15, Yorkton is 14. Regina partly cloudy in 16, that's 61 Fahrenheit, winds from the south, southwest 15, gusting to 28. Partly cloudy, Moose Jaw 17, winds from the south, southwest 21, gusting to 32. 
Once again, Regina, partly cloudy and 16, that's 61 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.